Welcome to All Things Demo, the one and only podcast about software demos. Today I'm joined by Zach Wenthe, a product marketer at Treasure Data, a customer data platform. Zach is one of the best SEs I've ever worked with, and he has a specific view on storytelling. In fact, he's writing a book about storytelling, so we're going to talk about that and about his approach to delivering the best demos ever. Long time no talk, you know. Uh, I'm very excited to talk to you. I'm excited to talk about your uh, kind of, not new, but your gig in social selling, which I love and I'm jealous of, and obviously demos that are important to me, right? So uh, you're a recovering SE. I am. I am. Right? You work at a lot heart. of companies. I see it hard. You're a recovering SE, and this is the second time I'm saying that today to somebody. Um, and you're a product marketer now. So tell me about what you do right now. And maybe where you do it and kind of what's what's your day-to-day like as sure, you yeah. see in product marketing. Yeah, so I am uh, a product I'm senior uh, product marketing manager slash CDP evangelist for Treasure Data. Uh, so we are an enterprise-wide uh, CDP, customer data platform. And, you know, I've spent my career in the MarTech space. I was in, you know, as you know, I, you know, I started in consulting and then I, and then I ended up as a, you know, doing a lot of the SE roles without the title, um, and then finally ended up, you know, in the SE world in, in Martech. And I loved obviously being hands-on and, uh, you know, working with customers and working with clients. But I thought, you know, as I was kind of progressing and where I wanted to kind of, you know, take the next step in my career was really focusing on doing better demos, telling better stories, having, having you know, leveling up the entire team. And so the opportunity, you know, came up at, at, at Treasure Data to kind of do that, where I get to still be very hands-on with our, our pre-sales org and work with our sales teams and, and help kind of, um, you know, take the skills that I had in the past. But now I get to, you know, create messaging. I get to, like you said, do a lot of social selling as, as an evangelist, going out and kind of spreading the uh, spreading the word and talking about kind of the promise of CDP. Um, so I get the the benefits of of still kind of those skill sets that I've, that I've gleaned over the years, but uh, kind of do it at a broader and kind of more strategic level so that I can kind of focus on uh, helping everybody as opposed to just trying to level myself up. And so I, I associate product marketing with like go to market position and every single day, but I don't necessarily associate it with demos. Tell me about that. Like you said, that it's going to help. It's helping you. So tell me how you associate it with demos. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously a big part of, you know, positioning and messaging is, is telling your, telling your story and in the product marketing world, right. It's telling your product story. So being able to then connect the dots between kind of both sides of the the equation, which is here's what our product does, here's where we're good at it, and here's where we fit with then here's what our customers want, here's what they're trying to do, and here's why we we might, you know, do it well for them. That's really what an SC is trying to do is trying to navigate that. And, and, you know, my goal is to help them make up some of those words and put those stories together so that they don't have to figure it out on their own, right? They've got enough to worry about. So, you know, the idea is to for me to be that that kind of go between to help, you know, give them both, you know, tactical, like hard positioning and messaging, but also soft skills. How do we present it? When do we present it? What are some of the ways that we may present it so that it's meaningful, memorable, um, you know, at last and it and it and it's understandable. because uh, obviously one of the one of the biggest challenges a lot of, you know, especially in, in tech sales is to not make your demos confusing. So, you know, being able to to present something that is understandable and memorable and checks all the boxes, but doesn't leave people walking away confused. Yeah. And so you said the word story, right? And a lot of people say, well, just tell a story. The demo needs to be a story. And to you and me and others, it's probably 
obvious and instinctual, but what does it mean? Like, what what does it what is a story? What what makes it a story that just show a story? Yeah. So you know, really, what it comes down to is you know, it, and it's not you know, I think I just posted this on LinkedIn today the other day. Like, it's not it's not reciting Cinderella. It's not taught. You know, you're not like giving this this waxing poetic about something interesting. It's more giving it context, right? You have a character, you have some conflict, right? You have some challenge that the, the character is trying to overcome. And ultimately there is a point of, um, you know, climax in the story and then a resolution. And every story in the world is framed in that. Well, a demo can be framed in that exact same way, right? So we, we have a character, it's a marketer, it's your, it's your profile, it's your person. You're, you're stepping out of the, Hey, go do this, click on this touch here, this happens, right? Where, where we're just feature listing um, or we're, we're giving a tour of the platform. Well, that's very easy to forget. And the next time somebody does a different demo, all that gets erased in the customer's memory, right? So, but a story frames it up. So it gives you a beginning, a middle and an end that a uh, that, that the listener who's watching the demo can have a frame of reference. They know where they're at in the story. They're following along. Um, ideally, they can see themselves in that character that you're presenting, right? Because it makes it memorable. It makes it meaningful. And then you show, here's the conflict, right? You, before you couldn't do this. Now with this magic sword that I'm selling, you can do this and all's happy in the kingdom, right? And so it, it's really just a cheat code, honestly, for, for sales professionals and for SEs and for marketers and everybody just to frame their stories in a much more meaningful way that is meaningful for the listener. Yeah, I think that's one of the best and simplest, simplest explanations of a story I've heard. Right. And I'll give you kudos. You're one of the people where I, I remember we did some stuff together in the past. And I'm like, Zach, I think what I imagine is something like this. And I didn't have to do anything else. And a few days later, you kind of kind of came up with like, this is it. And I'm like, that's exactly what I imagined. Well, right. So and I think what it is. Yeah, you 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 know you got to have the story gives you something to tie everything all those pieces together, right? Because you you know in a demo you want to hit all these different things, right? So there's there's pieces of your product or pieces of your platform that are like, oh, I've got to show this, I've got to show this, I've got to show this. Well, let's have a reason for showing it, not just because we think it's cool, right? And so a lot of times when we were building demos, it was like, okay, we we know we wanted to hit on these three or four things, or we knew we could show this well, or this you know fits in with our product strategy or whatever that was. Then we had to find a through line, and I think that was the big part that that. Um, you know, I always kind of pushed with, with, you know, pre-sales find that connecting tissue that, that ties the whole, you know, mm -hmm. what you're doing together. Um, and so, so yeah, that's, yeah. That, now I just do it for a lot of people, um, as opposed yeah. to just trying to do it for myself or for you. Yeah. Not for me, with me. With right? Um, but, um, so I call this all things demo, right? Uh, but let's talk about sales. Realistically, sales is not all demo, that there is no equal sign in there, right? But demo is definitely a big part of the sales process. And you're just approaching, what's interesting is you're approaching demo from a different perspective of a product marketer, right? Sure. Now, right? But where, where does it fit in the sales process for you uh, as a either former SE or as a product marketer right now? Well, I, you know, I think the opportunity always is, we know, I mean, I, I know both from personal experience as well as research, analyst after analyst after research report says, you know, we know buyers are way down the cycle before they even talk to a seller. We know that they are, are you know, they've done their own research. They don't want to be talked to like they're at square one. It's frustrating and it's annoying. And on top of that, we know that they're asking to see a demo very quickly, right? And so 
just by law of averages, you know, if you can have a salesperson demo, you're, you're, you have more, you have more opportunities for the customer to see your product. You have more opportunities to, to, you know, connect to them faster, right? Speed. Um, I know we, we've had leaders who, you know, say, you know, what is it? It's speed kills all deals. Like, you know, or, you know, if you go too slow, you know, and that's true, right? So um, I think the opportunity for, for, for sales to start demoing earlier in the process, and it doesn't have to be this big, scary, long custom demo, right? Sometimes it's just pulling up the one screen that kind of gives the aha moment to the customer. They're like, yes, I'm in the right place. Cause that's really what they're trying to do in their head too, um, is qualify themselves in or out of your product, right? Is this right for me? Is this what I want? I'll check the boxes later, but I'm like, am I even wasting my time via price, via, you know, uh, features? So yeah, giving, giving sales that opportunity to, to, to have a better story, whether that's through a clickable demo, whether that's through a demo video, where that they can share it ahead of time and saying, hey, this fits with what we've been talking about or what we did in discovery. I really want you to watch this. So when we get together next time, you're, yeah. you're, you're ready to go. Um, I, don't, I don't see anything wrong with it. I, I really don't, unless you don't have a product that can be explained concisely in a couple of minutes, which I, I challenge it. product? Yeah, then that might be a product problem, um, you know, uh, but or, you know, I know there's people in highly competitive industries who are afraid of, you know, showing stuff too soon. And I think we're in a world where where buyers are going to just walk away then um, because there is yeah. enough competition in enough categories that there are alternatives. Like there is no like one one solution for the for a single problem anymore. You know, there if, if there's a problem and it's a good problem, there's going to be plenty of solutions. Was it, who was it? It was it Domo uh, famously who made you sign an NDA before you see a demo, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and you don't get to see it because, you know, it's, it's BI. It's, they all work relatively the same. Yeah. The devil's in the details. And I mean, our category, you know, CDP is very, very convoluted and very, you know, messy. And, and the reality is there isn't one feature that we do that's better than everybody. Right. We, but five things together is what make us good. Right. And, and so part of it is telling that story because, you don't want your customer also just to get hung up on one feature, right? They saw something that was really cool. And then that's all that they can think about. Like you might be dead in the water before you started because you waited too long. I sometimes talk about this idea of like an art of hypothesis, like show them the hypothesis early on, but you just gave me an idea for like, a, it's the art of keyword matching. When you're showing them the one screen of your product, you're actually matching keywords that they have in mind with keywords yeah. in your product right? Yeah. That's the basic qualification. Are the keywords there? And I see it on myself. I'm the first person that wants to demo and kind of talk to customers to find out more. But like, if I'm looking at a product, I want to see a screenshot. Are the keywords there? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Especially at events, I, you know, events are a huge opportunity, you know, where you're, where you're getting into, you know, getting in front of somebody potentially way earlier in that cycle, right? Before they've done all the research and, and whatnot, they have that inkling of a problem. You know, I want every one of our sellers, and we do it now, and most of our sellers, we don't send SEs to any of our events at, at Treasure Data. It's all, I, I go a lot, uh, and obviously, so I'm, I'm, I can do a little bit different than, than um, you know, maybe a traditional product marketer, but our, our ADRs, our, you know, our business development reps, our account development reps are, are demoing, uh, our sales reps are demoing at the events, and sometimes it's as simple as showing the unified customer profile, right? This is, what is, what is a, uh, CDP do, it brings all these profiles together and creates that profile. So I show that, and that might be the only screen that I'm going to show, but it gives that customer that light bulb moment of like, oh, and it starts here. And then you can say, and then from there, you know, either you ask some questions, like how would you use that if you had it and let them answer, or you can say, now we can do X, Y, and Z, which one of those are interesting to you. So 
you're, you're brave in that. You know, I talk to some people who are like, not only we want to send an SE, we need the most senior SE available to be at a conference. And uh, yeah, what do you think those senior SEs are doing? Should they be uh, generating the pipeline or closing deals? Well, both, but... Yeah, and, and I think there's still opportunity. I mean, we have some SEs go from time to time. I and mean, I shouldn't say we don't ever, but I mean, primarily speaking, that's not where they that's not where they focus. They're focusing on deals. And it's hard to hire SEs right now. It's hard to get, you know, especially the senior talent. And so it's 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 very competitive and and whatnot. So yeah, there are times where I go and I kind of fill that that void, but I can also multitask and I'm not tied to a specific closing deal at that time, right? I'm trying to raise the tide for all the ships, you know, mm -hmm. kind of building pipeline, accelerating deals, doing meetings. So I can kind of multitask while I'm there. And I think that's a huge opportunity that a lot of organizations miss out on, which is, yeah, there's value in the in the pre-sales org being able to, to do these demos, but there's also value in people who may not be quota tied necessarily to being able to evangelize and share the product and talk about it uh, because there's revenue benefit for everybody. I think that's even practical, right? Like you're not quota tied, then you don't really care who you help. Right. While if I'm a rep and a West Coast deals comes to my East Coast territory because it's a conference, like why, why would I be helping? Because exactly. I'm a, because I'm a good human. Right, right. Otherwise. So, um, so put you on the spot, right? So you're an AE or I'm an AE. What was the one tip you would give me on doing demos? To um, so one tip would be know, know their pain. If you can't identify their pain, you can't pinpoint what they are struggling with or you can't guess, right? So you may not, if you don't get to talk to them, you know their industry, you should be able to probably make a guess or you know, or if you don't, you've been in this business long enough, hopefully that you can make an educated guess. Everything you should talk about should start around that pain point and validating that pain point and get them to tell you you're wrong, right? Because frankly, people like to, uh, I make an assumption, you know, uh, of what it is. If I'm wrong, they're going to tell me. They're like, no, it's not really that, it's this. And 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 great, cool. Now we've both moved forward in, in our conversation. We can continue to go. But yeah, focus on the pain um, because the features and all the stuff you do is cool. But if there's not a meaningful pain point that aligns to what you do, you're done the water before you begin with. So find that find that pain point. It's starting to be a repeated conversation for me now, like the pain or take a guess, right? And people yeah. are correcting. I, I call it the hypothesis. You, but like, they'll tell you you're wrong. Yep. And if you're right, you're a hero. And that's even better. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. All right. And so, Zach, what questions do you have for me? That's in the discovery call now, right? So, Zach, what questions do you have for me? Or what's the one question you have for me, which is my favorite? That's the one question I have for you. So, you know, I know you've been talking the shift and you've been looking at the shift of moving from, from everything, all things demo being a pre-sales owned activity to really being a AE or an opportunity for AEs. So my question is, how do you roll that out? How do you get the sales team excited for the idea of demoing and, and doing that when they've been so conditioned to, I'm going to bring in my technical guy. I'm going to bring in my technical girl. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, that's, that's somebody else's job. I'm not actually sure they're so conditioned. Most reps I talk to, they would love to be able to do this. Most of them have what we could call an imposter syndrome, being afraid to do it because they think they're inferior and they know less. And I think that's just not true. And that would be my message to all of them. It's not true. Yeah. Um, 
whoever you are, when you walk into a customer, you're likely know more than the customer about your product, right? That's almost obvious. So that's not true. And then it's practice. Yeah. After you condition yourself to believe that you are not inferior, right? So I would say most reps want to do demos, but I'm always a big fan of kind of taking steps. And that's how I'm approaching things right now, right? Which is, okay, I'll help you with maybe what you're doing, which is like pipeline generation demos early on in marketing, whether that's videos or clickable tours. Um, actually, the, the legendary stuff we did together was a clickable tour for a customer, right? Right. Um, and I'll help you with that. That helps reps understand a little bit more. Then we can move on to the reps, but I would always find like a champion, like the one rep that really wants to do this and is willing to take the risk, although there's very little risk, right? But to them, take the risk, try it out and be the champion for, see, this person can do it. I want to do the same because they're having a huge success. That That's how I would start. And finally, um, and I think Chris White, uh, you know, a, a pre-sales colleague wrote a book, Six Habits of Highly Effective SEs, and he calls it a habit. And I think it's a habit, yeah. right? So I think that you probably won't get a lot of success if you come as a rep and say, okay, I'm going to learn to do demos. You'll learn to do demos and then you go home and do the same things. You probably need to do, my take is, you know, at least a demo a month on a coaching call. Or if you're doing it in real, like a demo a day or a demo a week, just form a habit that you can do this. Sure. Yeah. That's how I start. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I think you're absolutely right. And, and I hadn't thought about it from the imposter syndrome. Cause I mean, when we go to these events, the the the, the A's and the you know the, the BDRs, especially the BDRs, they're so hungry to like you know not just prove themselves, but they're growing and they're learning and they're excited about this and they're you know they jump in and want to you know want to showcase stuff, um, and then they go back home and I think you know you, you, because of sometimes because of the sales structure because of the org structure like they fall back into that okay great that was a wonderful meeting next let me tee up my my you know my SC who's gonna who's gonna walk you through the demo and then they're back to they're back to you know playing that that sales role which. You're right. There's a lot. I mean, especially now, what's interesting is I've seen a lot of orgs, and maybe you've seen this too, where people are hiring SEs that aren't necessarily SEs. Um, they didn't come from an SE background. They either came from the client side where they had, you know, they then had buyers of this kind of software, they'd implemented, they they've done it, they're coming from post-sales support roles. And so now we're starting to have a lot of people who are very smart technically, understand the product, understand the pain points. Um, but aren't necessarily sellers, right? They don't come from that sales mindset. And uh, so you have a lot of AEs who can really do a very well scripted or unscripted sales demo because they understand kind of the, the you know, the mode of selling, right? So um, it's interesting. Yeah, exactly. I I would just say it's not that hard, you know? And um, uh, it's the bane of, our profession, your former profession as a C is we said who kind of spent 30 years saying it's hard. No, it's not. Well, it's gotten easier. There's new tools like, you know, and, 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 and making it, making it easier. And, and, uh, um, you know, I, I, I know there's, there's some favorites in probably in your list and, and, you know, for, for SE tools, but, you know, even just agnostically being able to do demos easier, technology's gotten better. Yeah. We're remote. We're not having to necessarily, you know, have VPN connections into servers anymore to set, you know, so there's so much of that that is not like you're not installing, you know, batch files on your on your laptop trying to, you know, get into servers, demos. In, servers in the trunk of your car. 
Right. Well, <laughs> I've never had that one, but uh, um, uh, yeah, that's scary. Yeah. Cool. Well, it was a pleasure, Zach. Thank Always. you so much. And I'm yeah. hearing you're writing a book. I am. I am. I've been working on a book, ironically, about storytelling, or unironically, I don't know. Uh, coincidentally, um, and and really more around the scientific side of it, right? Which is the the psychology and the you know the fact that stories actually are more persuasive um, if you do the right things. So that is this is my little holiday project to kind of try and get as much done and get to the first draft as I as I can. So you know, good luck. I I think it's going to be awesome. I'm writing a book too, but I have like five pages. I think you're further away. It's all right. Not further away, closer. Closer. You know what though? Five pages is better than zero pages, right? So you're you're always you're always a page closer uh, every day. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks, Zach. Right. Thanks, Jacob. Thank you for listening to my interview with Zach Wenthy in a podcast, All Things Demo. If you ever need help building a pipeline generation demo or training your reps to deliver demonstrations that close more deals, don't hesitate to contact us. 